Red Friend by Blue Balliette from Nantucket Ghosts, 44 True Accounts, read by Kieran Byrne. During the winter of 1976, I rented a house in Polpus that belonged to my friend Prentice. I was living alone in the house and slept in the downstairs bedroom. I was awakened one night by a brilliant red light shining across my bed. I thought perhaps there had been an accident on the road. The light looked like the red beam cast by a police car or an ambulance. They got up and went to the window. They looked out, they looked away, and then looked out again. And there standing on a little porch outside the house was a woman. She was bright red. She looked the way someone does under a red spotlight on stage. She was solid, but I knew from the red glow of her body that she wasn't real. I mean, I knew she wasn't alive. I found myself thinking as if in slow motion. She's a ghost, a red ghost. I'm seeing a red ghost of a woman. I don't know why I wasn't terrified, but I felt quite calm. She was about 40 years old and was wearing conservative, simple clothing that I couldn't date. I noticed that her dress was dark, although I don't remember the length and, and that she had dark hair. She stared right into my eyes. Her expression was impassive, emotionless. She wasn't tragic and she wasn't threatening. I didn't feel at all the way I would have expected to feel when looking at a ghost. After we had faced each other for something like a minute, she began to fade, becoming fainter and fainter, and finally vanished altogether. I got back into bed and went to sleep. I saw her three more times. She always appeared at night outside the house. She was outside my bedroom window every time but one when I saw her standing out and back near the driveway. She was dressed the same way each time and always looked right at me. I came to think of her as, well, the watchful friend. <laughs> Maybe it's just that I was living alone and knew that if I didn't simply accept her, I'd be so terrified that I'd have to move out. There were three or four other times when I couldn't see her but knew she was in the house with me. Once in the evening I was watching television downstairs and began to hear the sounds of a party coming from the empty dining room. People were laughing and talking and I could hear the clink of china and glasses. I got up and looked into the room but as I suspected there was nothing visible going on. Not knowing what else to do, I tried to ignore it and went back to my program. One night, I had just gotten into bed and was laying there thinking when suddenly I knew she was in the room with me. And this is probably the strangest of all my encounters with her because she sat down on the edge of the bed. I actually felt the bed go down under her weight, although I couldn't see her. I don't know what got into me, but after a few moments, they held up the covers and said, All right, get in. And with that, she stood up and was gone. An odd thing happened one night when my ex-wife stayed in the library. 
I forgot now why she did, but it was late. I had a bunch of guests in the house and I remember her sleeping on the sofa in there. My friend who owned the house had an impressive collection of books which covered most of one wall. In the middle of the night, with no warning, the entire wall of books flew from the shelves and crashed on the floor. It woke us all up. It was violent and inexplicable. No person could ever have flung all those books out at once without knocking down the wall. But my ex-wife and I were in the midst of a complicated divorce at that time, and some of my friends have since remarked that the red woman was probably commenting on my ex-wife's presence in the house. I told my various friends about the things that went on that winter, but the owner said that they had never felt or seen anything abnormal in the house. One night, as my friends and I were all sitting around talking, someone suggested that we try a seance. None of us had any experience with such things, but it sounded intriguing. So several nights later, a bunch of us, including my friend Paddy and a musician named John, sat down around the dining room table with a Ouija board. The first thing we did was to ask if someone was there. And the answer was spelled right out. Yes. I don't think we'd really expected it to work. Our next question was whether she needed help. Again, the answer was yes. At that point, Patty said she was beginning to feel uncomfortable and she got up and went into the living room to sit by the fire. After she left, John also began to look nervous and left to join Patty. The rest of us closed the door and continued. The next question we asked was, is there anyone here who can help you? The answer was spelled right out. B-I-L-L. At that point I began to feel funny because I was the only Bill in the room and I decided it was time to break up the session. We talked about what had happened. I think we all felt a little shaky. We joined Paddy and John and... I explained that the ghost had asked for help from Bill and that I had then gotten cold feet and put the Ouija board away for the night. And Patty said, after the shock pause, well, we just heard her leave. That she and John had been absorbed in a conversation when they both heard a back door in the corner of the living room open and then slam shut. The door, in actuality, remained closed the entire time. And then they heard footsteps clumping up what seemed to be a staircase running up the outside wall of the house when... The footsteps reached the second floor. Paddy and John heard another door being yanked open and slammed shut. Both had sat transfixed, listening to the sounds of the steps thumping diagonally up outside the wall. No stairs run up the outside of the house, and there is no door at the top opening onto the second floor. The house was built about 1830, and there is no structural indication of such a staircase or of such a door upstairs. That's about it. My lease on the house ended soon after that, and I moved back to New York. I love Nantucket, but there are a few too many strange goings on there, and one only needs one such red friend in a lifetime. <laughs>